Hello and welcome to another episode of Cypherma Research Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing the cyber arms race in the Middle East Summit, as reported on by the Cypherma Research Team. Cypherma combines cyber intelligence with attack surface discovery and digital risk protection to deliver early warning, personalized, contextual, outside-in, and multi-layered insights. We have built the next generation of AI-powered threat intelligence platform called External Threat Landscape Management, ETLM, to provide cyber defenders with the hacker's view to help clients prepare for impending attacks. Cypherma is headquartered in Singapore with offices in Japan, India, the US, and the EU. Customers include both governments as well as Fortune 500 companies across manufacturing, financial services, retail, industrial products, natural resources, and pharmaceutical industries. Let's talk about the cyber arms race in the Middle East. The Middle East is a region rife with conflict. Its political map is very complex, consisting of inseparable and tightly interwoven and interconnected relationships of its people, with identities piercing through notional national borders. The problems of the region are exacerbated by the specific nature of its resource-based economies, its international importance as a hydrocarbon energy hub, strong population growth and the clash of modernity with its traditional cultural norms. However, despite its superficial media image as a region where religious fanaticism takes primacy in the political landscape, we are able to decipher its political map using traditional geopolitical analysis. In fact, Despite the media image, in the Middle East geopolitics takes primacy over religious matters virtually all the time. We can even say the Middle East is the world's hotbed of geopolitics. The region and influence in it is generally split between four regional powers, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Israel and Turkey. Each of these powers commands a more or less tight system of alliances, helping them secure their interests, which are anchored in the very realm of geopolitics. The main axis of conflict is the power struggle for primacy in the region between Iran on one hand, and Saudi Arabia on the other. Both countries implement elements of theocracy in their systems of government and while Saudi Arabia is the leading power among Sunni Islam countries, with this role being contested by Turkey, Iran is the leading country for the Shia minority of Islam, with over 90% of the population being Shiites. While in a country like Iraq, the internal division between its Shia majority and Sunni minority has been bloody, in other countries like Azerbaijan where religious observance varies, its Shia-majority population is not aligned with Iran, but with Sunni Turkey because of ethnic, cultural and language affinity. Shiites are also forming the majority of citizens in Bahrain, however, the government is largely Sunni and allies itself with the Saudi-led bloc. So while the internal division of Islam does not have an end-all-be-all quality, in certain countries it is sufficient for Iran to take on a role of would-be protector of its Shia populations, trying to enlist local groups to work in its political interest. The suggestion being that the common religion gives Iran good potential for cooperation with Shia-majority Iraq, Syria, whose Alawite sect has been only recently admitted or rather legitimized in the Shia branch for political purposes, the politically powerful Hezbollah militia in Lebanon or the Ansar Allah rebels in Yemen, colloquially known as Houthis. Iran uses Shia groups and militias to gain advantage in internal politics of Middle East countries, which also include direct and indirect military support to armed groups or taking part in civil strife or even civil wars as a means of destabilizing the influence of the Sunni coalition led by Saudi Arabia. Both Iran and Saudi Arabia have sought to gain leverage over one another using methods short of war, backing regional proxies, amplifying internal opposition and increasingly by employing cyber warfare. 
In the case of Syria or Yemen we can even talk of Iran and Saudi Arabia engaging in a proxy war. Due to drastic shifts in cyber interconnectedness and electronic high-tech infrastructure in the region, cyberspace is now being closely integrated into domains of statecraft and war. In light of emerging cybersecurity challenges, most states are forced to rethink their strategic calculus with regard to kinetic and non-kinetic threats to critical national infrastructure, sensitive information security and signal intelligence. Cyberspace is quickly becoming the frontier on which the strategic competition between states and non-state actors plays out first and foremost. All regional powers are heavily investing in building cyber capabilities that would enable them to achieve their geopolitical goals or offer them a diplomatic edge over their adversaries. In the Middle East, global geopolitical trends tend to manifest themselves early and intensely. The inevitable process of digitization of Middle Eastern economies brings with it a growing exposure to the risk of cyber attacks, as political adversaries increasingly seek to exploit opportunities in cyber-enabled vulnerabilities that have the potential to diminish an opponent's economic and military power. The cyber realm has been taking the form of the vanguard of geopolitical statecraft with the Middle East serving as the hotbed of both geopolitics and subsequently innovation and use of cyber intelligence collection cyber warfare and integration of cyber warfare with kinetic means of conflict. Over the recent years, states and non-state actors in the region have gone to great lengths to build defensive but also increasingly offensive cyber capabilities. The increasing use of cyber warfare for geopolitical aims is likely to play a key role in the unraveling of an already unstable, conflict-infested part of the world. Cyber-enabled geopolitics will shape the relationship between Iran and its neighbors, and allies of both sides, in particular the United States, Saudi Arabia and Israel are bound to play a central role in this geopolitical confrontation. The intensification of the cyber arms race in the Middle East offers valuable lessons for all governments in the world, regardless of their alignment, polity or size of their economy. For no state in the world is it a question of if espionage, sabotage, and social engineering are slipping undetected into their computer networks but rather how to implement sufficient cyber defense and whether to invest in offensive capability. To read the full report please visit cypherma.com research. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast, and we'll see you soon with another research topic. This is the Cypherma Research Team signing off.